0: Let's fucking do this. Hello, welcome to So Bad It's Bad. This is the podcast that takes the brain out of brainstorming. We uh, come up with with uh, great and terrible ideas. My name is John Lester, and I'm
1: Sonesh Chainani. Uh,
0: Sonesh. Yes, sir. This is a this is a a comedy uh, intended to be a fucking comedy podcast.
1: Um, <laughs> and, it feels like tragedy much of the time. Yeah, to be honest,
0: it but. does. It does. Um, and in the period since we last released an episode, the world has been going through some things. Some shit it, has been happening.
1: It it has.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so between some uh, some awful continuing uh, police brutality of people of color, uh, some inspiring uh, activism for, for racial justice, continuing fucking pandemic, and in fact, resurgence here in the U.S.
1: Yeah, um, and also I, I, I would add the continued and sustained effort by scientists, doctors, and people with experience who we should be listening to. Versus, you know, the blah 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 of, of people not in the know who have other interests. That's also yeah. a huge thing we've seen.
0: Yes, absolutely right. Um, and into this, into this cultural moment, um, we, you, and I have decided to inject intentionally bad ideas. So <laughs> I want, I want to congratulate us for, I, I... for the hutzpah if nothing else I
1: I agree the easy thing to do would have been to not do this podcast which <laughs> is kind of what happened for a yeah, couple that, of months
0: that is what happened but but we're we're here now and I think you that's know what, what and, matters and
1: what some of the advice you I've been hearing is you know that really digging deep and looking into yourself for bias and all this stuff. It's uncomfortable, right? It it's is. awkward and uncomfortable. And honestly, the thought of making this podcast is also uncomfortable, uncomfortable. for me <laughs> and awkward. So by <laughs> circular logic, I think that this is God's work that we're doing right here.
0: Uh, it, it's its somebody's work. It, it, yeah, that's definitely right. So here's a random question just popped into my head. Uh, you are, uh, your parents and grandparents come from, from India, from Bombay. Uh, yep. As it was called, you have you ever referred to yourself as a person of color?
1: Um, yes, when I when I when I want to make a point, <laughs> when 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 my point will when be when it enhanced. is convenient for you. No, no. That... So I it, it it's funny. I I am I I am I I absolutely am a person of color. Uh, I do think it's there's a lot of work being done right now in groups that I've joined and things basically about like like south Asians for black lives and things like uh-huh. that basically designed for people like me who kind of step in both worlds or get the benefits of both worlds? You can be a person of color when it comes to joining groups or political action, but at the same time, we're afforded a lot of the protections, right? Not afforded yeah. to Black Americans. So yes. it's kind of it's kind of. I've been thinking about this a lot about how, in one way, I'm a minority, and in another way, I'm a quite privileged minority, right? So uh, I, I, I've been I I've been thinking of that, but yes, I do think that I'm a person of color. I also think that. A lot of this, the justice that's being fought for now is are, you know, things that I, I don't deal with and, and I need to ally myself with the right people.
0: Um, So that makes a ton of sense to me. How, what would you think about calling yourself a homie of color?
1: A homie of color? I yeah. probably would. I probably would not be comfortable with that.
0: Okay. I'm going to send you a t-shirt that says
1: homie of color. Okay. Um, okay. Right, I, I mean, that's... I, I wear, I wear many t-shirts quite frequently that I don't agree with because <laughs> they're funny. So this, this is no exception.
0: Um, so if you did, let's, let's get into the bad ideas. And I, I think I've got a good one to kick us off here. Okay. Um, and this is actually, I think a good idea. So, Okay, uh, let, so we'll let, make an
1: exception for it.
0: We're gonna make an show. exception um, now. I I think we're making an exception. I think ultimately the history of my quote unquote good ideas is gonna prove out that it belongs on the show, uh, despite my my beliefs. But but it's a business idea, and it's it's probably intended to uh, provide a clear mechanism to to identify the type of shitheads that wear a shirt that said homie of color. <laughs> okay. And the, the idea is it's it's essentially like a social network or an online service, right? You would sign up for it. The only point of the network, though, the only point of the service would be to validate to other people that you're not an asshole, mm. right? So it's kind okay. of like a credit rating agency. So like, you know, you could get somebody's credit check to see if they're credit worthy, but, but it's more like a social... A check service so that this, this, someone's this not a dick.
1: It's funny that you said, you know, credit service because this is a, there are now and mainly my understanding is for uh, for women, there are dating apps, right, that are kind okay. of like this. Uh, yep. I think Bumble or other apps where basically women can vouch for, you know, oh, I've, I've hung out with this guy, I've been on a date with this guy or whatever. Basically it's a way of kind of validating and being a little more safe and some, right. you know, credentials, which I think it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I, I think, I think that's a cool idea. I love, I love the idea of it. Not this, what you're proposing is not a dating. It's just like, no, I went, absolutely not. I went, I went for a coffee with Ted. He was kind of boring to of five. Yeah. Don't go for Like, I kind of like that because I also, you know, during the pandemic and other times like I've, I've been like, you know, what? I'm going to meet new people. If someone wants to do this or go get a coffee or start a random conversation with me, I'm going to say yes. And sometimes it's cool and you meet new people. And other times I'm like, ooh, I wish I would have had like the two-star rating beforehand.
0: Yeah. So I, so you're talking about st- social situations. I think it's good for that. I, I think it's got even more potential um, and, and certainly as a business potential for non, non-social non situations. So uh, if you are looking to hire somebody, if you're looking to, oh, I'm going to take a job working for someone. How do I know if this person is an asshole or not? Right. Um, it's very difficult to tell in the kind of uh, artificial interview process on either side to get a real sense of what the other person's like. But if other if other people that work with someone could anonymously be like, oh yeah, he, uh, you know she's a good person, or like that dude's a real
1: asshole, right? Okay, so but here here's another thing: when you're taking it out of social context, so let's say a plumber, right? Yeah, you want to know there. You know there are online reviews, right? So the, there are the query. The query is whether. The review, let's say a review is like five of five, you know, the guy came on time and did the work, but then would there be like a social pl- network plugin that'd be like <laughs> two two of five, uh, didn't flush toilet, was kind of rude and didn't shake. You know, like, like, do you see what I'm saying? Like that could be a component.
0: I, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But it would, it would aggregate things, I think from a lot of different perspectives. So it'd be like somebody's neighbor be like, oh, they're, you know, never cleans up their dog's poop. Right. Okay. Yeah. I like that you know, they're yeah, always always parks in um in the handicapped spot at work.
1: Right. So are these are these ratings there, would you put your name on it? Would it be like Google or Yelp or you're like I you know, John Lester is given
0: Uh maybe. If it's positive maybe. Um, <laughs> now now here there's a couple there's a couple kinks we gotta work out. Oh by the way A um, couple. I, yeah okay, there's a couple kinks. <laughs> um so one, uh, one, I think you'd have to. So let's say you sign up, right? I think if you're an asshole, you're not gonna sign up. Or if once you did and realize people are saying you're an asshole, you try to get off, right? Yes. So do, do we allow that?
1: Although, although I've been surprised because in real estate and things like that, I've come across companies on Facebook or on Google that have 35 reviews with an average of 1.4 stars, right? <laughs> why why are you keeping your Facebook page? Yeah. That's why fair. are you keeping an online listing? Just go to the yellow pages. Just, yeah, Just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I feel – but so I think to your point – I think you're giving people a. Li- you and I are the kind of vain motherfuckers that would search yes. for ourselves and be like a oh, four point eight, the horror. Yeah, exactly. But I, I, think a lot of people are like, oh, two one, sweet, right? Like, I just think a lot of people aren't gonna necessarily uh, take the next step. Right,
0: and I, like, I want to be clear. What I want, what I want this to be, is not a how good are they? Because like, again, that actually exists in various flavors, um, in, in, some countries. Uh, so yeah, like this a, is like, you know, this like is China's like working the- on a, are, are you a good citizen type rating, right? That actually factors into like lending decisions and things like that. I'm not talking about any sort of thing. I'm setting a low bar and saying, <laughs> is this person an asshole or no, they don't have to be a good person. Just say, are, are they like demonstrably a real dick? And so my proposed name for this service is not terrible you're not so saying like they're good you're just saying they're not terrible and not,
1: at, at not terrible is good
0: and, and I want it to be like a social mission type organization um, so I have gone ahead and taken the step of registering notterrible.org terrible.org uh, wow. for this business um, I, yeah i I think uh, if if anybody has spare time during the pandemic and would like to, attach themselves to a force for good um, and and what is likely to be a huge money spinner in the long run yeah um, I mean hit I hit us up the, here
1: we, we haven't even talked about all the glaringly obvious methods of revenue <laughs> well, it, it, I think it you, needs for, for no, $100 no a hundred
0: dollars a year we will ignore the first we will ignore one bad report for you um, yeah. In addition to, uh, you know, if you're a landlord, you want to check on somebody you're renting your apartment to. Uh, that'll cost twenty bucks. Uh, yeah, love it. All right. Um, so this, I, I, and I, I want to apologize to our listeners because I think they've come to expect a a worse brand of idea, a more ludicrous brand of idea. Um, yeah. No. That is.
1: that was that was also not just reserving that is a win. I mean, even yeah. If the social network doesn't sell out, you can you know sell it to the next Democrat candidate or something whose slogan is like <laughs> "We're not terrible" because <laughs> I I feel like we're we're pretty close to that anyway. So, yeah. um, uh, speaking
0: of too close, I'd like to read uh, a, uh, a a question from our friends at Reddit uh, on the on the Reddit platform, a different social network, uh, and the title here is. Female anus too close to the vagina. Oh, my God. So um, I'm just going to read this, and, and then you and I can can pick apart and see. Um, it's really a question of, of biology and personal taste, I think. But but here we go. Hi, I've been with a few women in my life. One thing I've noticed is that the female anus is, is incredibly close to the vagina. In fact, they're barely an inch apart. I'm not sure about other guys, but doesn't this disturb you? It feels like a design flaw in women, Jesus actually. Christ. <laughs> like, they're supposed to be so feminine and beautiful, yet this ghastly little oversight is oh, ruining my everything. My Somehow it feels to me that women should be more aware of this flaw, and it should affect their confidence. Whenever I see a so-called beautiful woman walking down the street so carefree, thinking she's all that, I just remember... Her anus is only one inch away from her pussy oh, and my laugh my her into oblivion.
1: Oh my God.
0: Women, so, colon, please accept that they're too close together. Let it negatively affect your confidence. And so make let, yourselves more readily available sexually as a result. After all, I, we're having to sleep with a creature whose anus is only one inch away
1: from the vagina. He, he, did he just say Creature. Yeah, I, I, I did I, first of all I don't think the writer has to worry that much about sleeping <laughs> with all these creatures
0: <laughs> um, I mean i they're just too close together sorry but it's true what are your thoughts um, um <laughs> i what what are your thoughts um I mean, is it I'm, a
1: design flaw for, so but, first of all is he is he just <laughs> I don't even know where to start. So, so basically, he's suggesting, firstly, that the premise would be some kind of intelligent design, and and now this is unintelligent design that applies only to women,
0: right? And we right. we
1: should all be we should all be laughing and jeering at the yeah. unintelligent design of women yeah. in the hopes that it makes them less comfortable and more insecure, and thus more likely to sleep with incels like the poster.
0: I think that is the, the, the thing so let,
1: how can we solve this problem so Nash I um, I, you, you, I don't know what problem are you talking about the design flaw or the problem yeah. of the well, fundamental poster
0: well I, you know why don't we take them one at a time Let's start with let's say that you are you have this belief um, and uh, and either a man who has a belief about women or, or a woman has a belief about herself what could what could they do about it can one of the two situations under review be moved i do can not we, believe is there that's is there
1: some option. is there some tubing
0: some sort of um, so my
1: my kids are about to get braces and they just got something called a spacer but i don't think- <laughs> I don't think I don't think that spacers exist for adults and especially Can you not, uh,
0: can you call your orthodontist? <laughs> <laughs> I would like I, so here's what here's what I think the answer is. We call an orthodontist. We like listen. <laughs> business has probably fallen off here during the pandemic, but we've got an opportunity. And the thing is you probably already have the right equipment. <laughs>
1: I'm sure. By the way, I'm sure they don't. <laughs> this is the time to remind all our listeners that this is a comedy podcast meant to be taken God. lightly.
0: Um, well, well. Also, also, I, I, it's I don't so... know if
1: there's any orthodontist
0: listening. Uh, get get at us. Let's talk about this opportunity.
1: Also, the um, the the, the hilarity of. The the hilarity of the poster bringing this up and kind of jeering, while presumably oh we all got these fucking bizarre balls bouncing. I love the <laughs> idea that like woman is the design flaw and not our gross, disgusting selves. It's yeah, hilarious.
0: It, it it is pretty amazing. All right, so uh, orthodontic spacer is the answer. I, I yep. think that's right. So for our next question, uh, it's all about TV, and and we thought it would be helpful here on So Bad It's Bad to have an actual expert in TV production, uh, TV writing, making good TV. Uh, So we brought in executive producer Dustin Thomason. Uh, He is a a successful novelist uh, with a couple uh, bestsellers to his name and has been spending uh, most of the last decade or more as a, as a TV producer uh, and TV show creator uh, out in L.A., he's uh, created um, a show called The Evidence, Lie to Me, which, uh, which is a great show. Manhattan, about the making of the atomic bomb, um, which is a great show. Uh, most recently did Castle Rock on Hulu uh, with J.J. Abrams, uh, based on the work of Stephen King. And has now signed on to uh, create another show for HBO now. Um, Based on a a prequel or or kind of spinoff of *The Shining*, also uh, with J.J. Abrams and Stephen King. So, Dusty, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you for having me on the program.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's 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 a very selective process, Dusty. You're you're most welcome.
0: So, for our next segment is that what we call them so nice do we call them segments what the we fuck do. do we call these things is that is we that what do. they're called yep all right Se- for segment. segment for our next segment i had an idea i'm watching hulu so Irina, my uh wonderful spouse watches Grey's anatomy still i kind of uh faded out on Grey's anatomy after the first few seasons even as a guilty pledger but on Hulu, so we pay whatever the Hulu subscription thing is, and and in principle for most shows, paying the the Hulu fee gets you out of having to watch the commercials. But on Grey's Anatomy, I notice that you still have to watch a commercial to watch Grey's Anatomy on Hulu. Like just really? paying the just paying the Hulu subscription fee is not enough to get you totally out of having to watch a commercial when you watch Grey's Anatomy. Basically, uh, the free version and the paid version uh, of watching Grey's Anatomy on Hulu are shitty because they involve having to sit through commercials. So my idea is what if you have a a TV show where the paid version is actually better, right? So like the good canonical version of the TV show is uh, only for paying subscribers. You only get that Mm. good stuff, right?
2: Like the characters make bad choices, or the well, or just like there's like a is there like a B team of bad writers who write like well, one yes. one version
0: <laughs> exactly. So, or or maybe you just get the lower half of the screen, right? So it's just the waist down. Um, it, it could be so.
1: I- I like the idea that that for the worst version, everyone involved with the production is eighteen or under. Like it's just <laughs> teenagers and children who are recording, writing, and filming it. <laughs> That's pretty good.
0: So, um, Dusty, you're you're actually a professional TV producer. You have you have several uh, real hit shows. Hopefully you don't have any business relationship with Hulu anymore, uh, so you're not gonna get in trouble for this. Wait,
1: Dusty, are you over the age of eighteen or under? Just so I know what team <laughs> we're talking to. Before the
2: quarantine, I was under, but now I am over. <laughs> okay, got it.
0: So you're you're a TV person. Like how how do you make
2: your shows bad? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that the the first thing that we should talk about is the fact that. I had a show on Hulu for two years and I couldn't convince Hulu to give me a free subscription to Hulu. (laughs) (laughs) And Um, so the question of, of of the way in which they're controlling the Grey's anatomy content seems like a, a subsidiary of, of their tight control over subscriptions even (laughs) for their business partners.
1: Or, or, or the reason that you're a writer is because you're bad at persuading people and selling things.
2: So, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, but I think it's a, a good a a good question, and and I think the truth is to get the bad version of the show, you really wouldn't have to to make all that many changes. Like I think most shows are are one. Music mix away from being bad, so you really could just cut costs <laughs> at the post production level, and and it would be bad.
1: So it's like it's like one Instagram filter away from being ugly. Basically, it's like so much of the work is done in editing and post production.
2: Ex- exactly, and so if you wanted to do like the sort of paid version where you're actually paying for the content to be to be better, there's a real one to one kind of um, uh, synergy there. Where you could you could you could go fund the last couple rounds of editing and get the good version, and then the people right. who pay who refuse to pay their subscription fees would just get the, the, the slightly worse version.
0: <laughs> so what about uh, what about a version of Law and Order where the free version is either Law or Order? Mm.
1: What if the free version is just the original table read of the script? It's just it's just people sitting around the table in t shirts and shorts reading. I, I like that. That would be. Pre- I I feel like there's a market for that. Um, yeah, I might actually prefer that version honestly. Yeah, that that's like a Kickstarter uh,
0: stretch goal right there uh, for the show. Um, I, I I like that. What about I was thinking about the Cosby Show. I don't know if that's still in syndication, but. What, what about the free version of The Cosby Show just has the word rapist above Bill Cosby oh, in all the scenes? Oh, what my. about that? Can we
2: put that too, on for free? Too soon. That seems I, like know, more work. <laughs> I, 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 I was wondering, though, and, and The Cosby Show is, a good, is a, good, um, a good category for this, which is what if the cheaper version – what if the, the, the version um, where you're not paying for the ads – where where, where the, there's a tiered thing with the actors because actor salaries are out of control, and so you could have exactly the same scripts but just performed with worse actors. Or what about just performed with actors accused of sexual assault? So it's just
1: <laughs> it's just Harvey. Oh! it's just like get, Kevin Spacey and Bill Cosby get, in a Harvey Weinstein backed you get like
2: TV you show. You get a real real deal on the actor salaries. <laughs>
0: Oh a pure canceled culture a casting. I love this.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's like yeah. And 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 you could add to that people who are are just uninsurable like Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> you're like you're you're like why are Matt Lauer and Lindsay Lohan in this movie?
1: That's weird. <laughs> Oh, man.
0: I keep thinking about Kevin Spacey playing Queen Elizabeth in The Crown, and that would be
1: uh, pretty good. He'd be very good, I think.
0: Oh, man. Uh, But here, I mean, we couldn't pay these people because that would be wrong. And the nice thing is we wouldn't have any money to pay them with for the free version. I
2: I don't think Kevin Spacey's expecting a lot at this point. That's my guess. (laughs) His, his 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 uh, fire ta- fireside chat YouTube videos suggest otherwise. Like, <laughs> I was I was
1: unaware of this genre that there's a oh, Kevin man. Spacey fireside chat.
0: Yeah, he uh, wow. All right, that guy. What about so? What about reality TV shows? Like, how do you how, how do you what do you cut out of those? Maybe you just cut the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's It's it's, just
1: it's just the title and then like john cage modern (laughs) music for like 40 minutes
0: exactly i think that's spot on Uh, i think we've got a a hit plan dusty how do we how do we actually get this into the right hands um I, i we probably need to pay the hulu subscription fee first before they'll take the meeting but
1: after that what happens by I the agree. way, they cannot whoever we speak to cannot represent Olivia <laughs> Coleman cuz we started oh, fake beef with Olivia Coleman a couple episodes ago. Fake beef, so. man.
0: That that she is a child murderer uh, for sure. <laughs> uh terrible to work with. Everybody says she's the worst. Um, um yeah. On the advice uh, of uh, counsel. I have
2: I anything have, to say about no it. <laughs>
1: I, was about to say, I think dusty still wants a career in television so we should maybe keep, be mindful of that Olivia Coleman it'd be great to
2: have you on the show please come on uh i would i would suggest i would i would suggest that you guys submit this set of pitches through the customer service website of hulu. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's the normal way. I'm, yeah. I'm
1: guessing. Yeah. yeah that, through that our uh, through our cable provider, right? So like Atlantic Broadband <laughs> or Comcast. <laughs> okay. Perfect.
0: Um, all right. Uh, well, I will look forward to doing that. I'll get that package up set off. Uh, D- Dustin Thomason, uh, it's great to have you on the show. Is there anything you'd like to promote while you're here to our audience of millions? Any any projects? Any um, you know? I'm, uh, I'm other I'm any a, children,
2: any, <laughs> I'm anything a like huge, that huge, huge fan of ordering food that my family doesn't need. And so <laughs> if anybody, if anybody is thinking about a strategy for uh, surviving the quarantine, I recommend hoarding, uh, hoarding food that, that um, will probably spoil in your refrigerator. That's pretty Love that's it. good. It's a good tip.
0: Um, Well, thank you for being on the show. Uh, Thanks, uh, guys. uh, We'll talk soon. A
2: delight, as always. (laughs) 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 Goodbye, Dustin.
0: (laughs) Um, Next. Let's go back to Reddit and help someone else there, because I I think we were a lot of help uh, earlier in the episode. Here's a question. It's in the uh, Squared Circle subreddit, which I think is about wrestling uh, based on context. How to surprise my mother with a wrestling related surprise for beating cancer. My mother loves wrestling. Her favorite wrestler is Randy Orton and she's been battling cancer since spring of 2019. We today she found out she's officially cancer free. My family and I have purchased her WrestleMania tickets. The tickets were so expensive we all had to chip in. The total came out to 1200 bucks. We just can't think of a way to give her the tickets. My grandpa suggested maybe we disguise the tickets inside of the toilet paper so when she goes to roll it, the tickets will fall out and she'll be surprised. Another idea.
1: (laughs) That's the most grandpa suggestion ever. Literally only a grandpa would make that suggestion.
0: Oh, man. Uh, yeah, you have to come from an era in which, like, the vast majority of paper you ever touched was toilet
1: paper. <laughs> but <that's> also, fucking... <laughs> also, also you have to grown up with no screens or devices. <laughs> so this prank, this prank is your idea of, like, a week's worth of fun. Am I right? Oh, my God.
0: Uh, um, another idea we had was putting the tickets inside of her cake. And then when she goes to bite, she would end up biting the tickets. Jesus we just don't want the t- We just don't want the tickets to get damaged. Why my mother they loves. Get- <laughs> I don't know. Uh, my mother love, loves going I camping. Love this- oh my god! My mother loves going camping. So I suggested maybe we bury the tickets in the dirt <laughs> and tell her we dropped a prover of her expensive jewelry in the dirt, so she would <laughs> dig down and find the tickets. Any god. suggestions for
1: my mother? Okay. wait this is backtrack. how did this open why did they not want to hand her the tickets because they want to surprise her for
0: beating she beat cancer it's a big deal they already spent like over a thousand bucks on
1: wrestlemania tickets but don't you think don't you think if the tickets were mailed in some like fancy box or wrapped up (laughs) that would be a surprise why does the surprise also have to involve almost ingesting or almost wiping your ass or terror about losing valuable heirlooms. It just seems so, me- what they're basically saying is my family members survived cancer. And as we'd like to re-traumatize her with something terrifying, scary, and uncertain. I just, I'm so confused.
0: So in that vein, what about you? You wait until she's like on her, like uh, a regular commute, so you, you know the like driving route she takes, and you have a car crash into her, uh, and 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 the tickets place the tickets in the crashing car so that they fly out of one window into the mom's car. <laughs> I have a better
1: one. What about just taking to the logical conclusion and working it out with her oncologist who <laughs> calls her in oh, God. with a serious message oh, for a follow up.
2: I want to oh, sh-
1: share some serious <laughs> news. The whole family comes in and the oncologist hands her the envelope and says surprise.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. I think yeah. we've cracked it. I think yeah, that's, that's the, the only way. That is the, that is the correct answer. <gasps> uh, oh, oh, man.
1: Oh, my God. That, By the way, that also followed this pattern in Reddit that I, I've noticed where people will create fake problems and then like spend an inordinate amount of time trying to solve it, right? When the underlying premise that you cannot just hand the tickets to the mom is kind of flawed.
0: Oh, God. Uh, that's very good. So good. Um, all right. Next question. This actually comes from a listener. So we had a writing question uh, from uh, Jacqueline. Wait, our listeners
1: know how to write? That's pretty cool.
0: Uh, it is. It is. Well, one of them. I don't. <laughs> Let's not generalize so much. Um, it is America. It is. Well, yeah. Uh, can you guys think of some interesting new breakfast foods? I like this question. Um, hmm. Now, before we got this question, and and, and only partially related to it, um, I. I had, I had found myself at some point, and I can't really remember why I thought this, but it seemed to me like breakfast food names and um, kind of sexual puns were an untapped market opportunity. I think it was occasioned by the notion of O's. There being a lot of O's in cereals, you know? Yep. Uh, so it, like big O's could be like a cereal <laughs> name.
1: Oh, oh dear!
0: I think that could work pretty good. Or, um, or quick morning satisfaction. I, I feel like I'm the
1: I'm the wrong person. I feel like breakfast is bullshit. I'm I'll, I'll say there. I've said it. I feel like it's
0: just <laughs> wow, boost. <laughs> turn it down, Sonish. <laughs> it's,
1: it's mainly like sugary shit that kids like. I, you want a real breakfast? Eat a bowl of cold pasta from the night before. That's a breakfast. So, I, I'm so... all about Chinese food. You know, yeah,
0: yeah. I am with you. I, I will I will take leftovers most of the time myself. And um, I, like as a parent, it's it's deeply ridiculous, right? What passes for for standard breakfast food? So at some point, I I, t- I decided to take a stand. I said the kids could have ice cream for breakfast. Because it was healthier than cereal with milk. <laughs> I think I think that's probably
1: true with some of this. It's got here.
0: it's got fats and protein, like uh, uh, and less sugar.
1: I was like done. So what what are we? Interesting new. Okay, so let's think about something that can that maybe we could sausage re-purpose. fest. <laughs> sausage fest is another one. Sexy <laughs> breakfast food. Um, so in, in it's funny here we eat a lot of sweet yogurts but in India often with breakfast they'll eat like a savory yogurt with bread you know what I mean they'll make like homemade raita and some bread and i I dig that I'm all about bringing the savory back into breakfast enough of so this talk time.
0: to me about savory yogurt what what kind of flavors are we are we putting on the table there
1: like you know salt cumin sometimes they'll put cucumber in it like a mm. like a kind of refreshing summer yogurt not okay. like a peach on the bottom kind of gross store thing.
0: How like how extreme could we make yogurt? Like could you um what about beef yogurt? Maybe not for India. Oof, um, yeah. Maybe,
1: maybe maybe literally the only yogurt not to have in India. <laughs>
0: um uh pork yogurt. What about pork yogurt? Oh man! Now, I, don't, I don't I don't eat mammals anymore, but I, I would try it. Uh, fish yogurt does not sound good, brother.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I I feel like breakfast seafood maybe in general, except for smoked salmon. Not 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 so great.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Here's here's one take. Caffeine is is uh, like just a wonderful wonderful drug. Um, I love it. And I look forward every morning to to cracking my, my caffeine withdrawal with a with a cup of coffee. but I, like maybe there should be more options than just like say coffee and tea to get to get that caffeine fix right? Yeah so you're,
1: you're thinking like like caffeinated foods or something.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking caffeinated foods. I'm thinking of you know snortable powders. I'm
1: yeah, thinking. What about of... just what about just meth? I mean, you, you got you got a lot to get done. That is the breakfast of champions. Is meth a working drug? I, is that... I, don't know. I don't. I'm the wrong person to ask. I don't know, but people use it and they seem to be awake for days. So that's fair. That's fair. You know what I mean. That's fun. So, so our interesting new breakfast food is <laughs> methamphetamine. We we, can't, we we tried a genuine approach, and then we just ended up with meth.
0: Oh God! <laughs> okay, uh, to try and undo that terribleness, uh, we and all the other terribleness we cause, we we don't we try and do some good with this fucking dumb show. We don't uh, take any money for ads. So what we do do is ask uh, you, our wonderful listeners, to give some support to a charity or nonprofit that's making the world a better place, which God fucking knows uh, the world needs it these days. So, Nash, what's a good place people can can give their time and money to?
1: Okay, great. So I'll keep this short. Uh, I think it's especially important now. It's an organizational called uh, Feeding America, and uh, their website is feedingamerica.org. And it's pretty cool. And how, how do guys, you
0: spell feeding?
1: Or, or F-E-E-D-I-N-G. Was this a trick <laughs> question? or yeah. Just fucking uh, with you. It's, um, it's like a portal that connects people to food banks in their area. So it has 200 food banks and 60,000 food pantries. So if you type in your zip code and things like that, it lets you know – the best and easiest way to donate time and money to help people. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's really cool because I th- I know a lot of people are like, oh, I want to help or I want to give people food, yeah, but they kind of don't know where to start, right? So this is like an aggregator. It's pretty neat. And also, you know, I think we a lot of times think about hunger in association with other parts of the world, Asia and Africa, but you know, obviously, no, in the it's US a big too. issue. Yeah, yeah uh, one in nine Americans experiences hunger on a daily basis, which is you know really. It's really sad, and it can lead to type two diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, and obesity. Um, so, anyway, I just wanted to to bring that, up, especially now with COVID, as we're seeing, yeah, a lot of outcomes. You know, racial equity linked to health outcomes and things like that. I think you know, having everyone have a basic level of kind of nutrition and calories is. I, I think a lot of people think that that's a given in our our country, but it's not. So, I highly and do they offer everyone.
0: do they offer uh, meth for breakfast? <laughs>
1: I don't I don't know, that may depend on uh, your zip code <laughs> <laughs> So go what, what's the URL to check there? FeedingAmerica.org. All
0: right, uh, soon soon to be paired with notterrible.org uh, to deliver meth to to you. Uh, it sounds like a great thing though, FeedingAmerica.org. Cool. Uh, it's time for our every episode highlight where we take a celebrity who is not necessarily at the top of their game and craft a, a, a practical, hands-on plan for them to really um, restart their career. Who who we got on tap? Um, who's, so getting the, who's getting the treatment?
1: Today, we have... Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce her name. I, that's what I was about to ask you! <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, Kim Basinger. Oh, oh, Wikipedia says Basinger. Basinger.
0: Like, yeah. uh, like she's a turkey.
1: Exactly. Ba- not, not I guess they would be basting her. Her. <laughs> basing her. Basing her, but I just met her. Okay, no. There you um, go. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so uh, Kim wanted to start. She's, She's from Georgia, huge. just like she, me. She is from Georgia. I've I joined... driven
0: through the town that she kind of owns in Georgia.
1: And she went to the University of Georgia. She like oh, well, I didn't 80s. know that. I know she's yep. a bulldog. All right, she's a Georgia girl. Um, so she was huge, huge in the eighties. I do you remember yeah. this. She was like, oh yeah, she was a Bond girl. She was in Nine and a Half Weeks. She was just uh, Batman, really, but yep, with um, Keaton. My my favorite movie of hers, and my whole family watched it in the theater. Is my stepmother is an alien with Dan Aykroyd? Oh yeah. And yeah. that's a really, really... I, I kind of want to watch that with my kids. I feel like uh, that would be really fun. So anyway, apparently she was a really, really shy kid. A Brief biography. She was a shy kid, but always very beautiful. She started out as a model. She was a Ford model. She was on uh, Brock Shampoo. But she was basically... She kind of got into acting and all that stuff just because she was so kind of striking looking. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. think she had any i any plan to grow up and be an actress, but she was that kid that was always like being put on, you know, uh, baby food jars and commercials and things like that. She's um, like
0: the white Sonash Chainani, is what you're telling ex-
1: me. Exactly. Except not a real estate attorney. Okay. <laughs> um, and so, anyway, she, she quit modeling and kind of like a lot of models do, she gets into actors, acting. And she was a big star <laughs> in the 80s. She, some, she does kind of get into some actors. That's a whole separate thing. But anyway, one of the one of the reasons I got interested in Kim Basinger is one of... She has many reasons for her decline kind of in acting. But the most famous and well-known one, which is still amazing to this day, is when she bought a town in Georgia called yep. Baselton. She bought it in 1989 for $20 million. Um, and... Nothing had all these plans. Nothing came of it. It was this huge. Now, what, of,
0: is, what does it mean to buy a town? She bought. She bought like a bunch of land and and like planned a town. What What do we mean by this? Uh, do you know? No,
1: I I think I I need more information. But I think <laughs> that she, um, as a
0: real estate attorney, I'm sure you're on top of. She that. okay?
1: Yeah, that's what she basically bought most of the land in the town, like almost all okay. of the the land. Okay. She bought it for twenty million because she wanted to make it into like a movie town. OK, so she's like has me to a tourist attraction. So now she owns the bulk of the land in this uh, about seventeen hundred acres in this small town. And immediately she because of the economy or whatever, she can't raise money like she can't put her her plan into. you know, action. Right. So she's okay. just stuck with seventeen hundred acres of rural land, um, <laughs> which she then starts uh, selling off like in nineteen ninety five. Okay. Um, and then on top of that, she was supposed to be in the in the uh, da- whatever uh, David Lynch's daughter. I forget her name, Kelly. I think his movie, bo- her movie, Boxing Helena, and she oh, pulled okay. out. So uh, and then the studio won an eight million dollar mm-hmm. judgment against her, and she had to file for bankruptcy. And then they said, Jesus. Her. But but basically, I, one of the things I find fascinating is her career stalled not because you know, of any kind, like she was a bad actress or she apparently is just the world's worst business. (laughs)
0: Oh, she's, she
1: is a perfect fit for this show. This is, she is, she is. I I think that her, her, any idea she had outside of modeling and acting was just so (laughs) bad. It's bad. Right. It's like, I'll buy this rural town in Georgia and turn it into a movie amusement park. No. Right. I mean, Straight off the bat. Secondly, I'm gonna pull out of a film by a major studio at the last minute and fight them head to head. Also, not it just was not yeah. a, not a great plan. So anyway, I've I've been thinking about old Kim and and she's had some things. She's been in I didn't see it, but she was apparently in Fifty Shades of Grey and things like that. Um, uh, but I was thinking, okay, so let's let's think about Kim. Okay, she loves. <laughs> I was thinking maybe she can redeem herself in some financial way. I was thinking we should put her in charge of uh, the COVID stimulus plan because uh, I like she, it. Yep. she loves to spend money. She bought a town, right? So okay. I was just thinking Kim needs to help us with monetary policy. Like she needs to give grants to people to buy real estate. She needs to encourage people in precarious situations to file lawsuits against their major employers, even if they uh-huh. do lose, right? Yep. But I feel I like, like she could just she can just help generate momentum between the lawsuits and the spending i think we'll be on a good path
0: now it's the combination of, of the, getting the economy going by encouraging spending and uh preventing businesses from from proceeding due to lawsuits that i find <laughs> really fascinating she's, part of your plan
1: she's she's like stagflation or something all in one person <laughs> it's amazing I love uh,
0: it. It's very good. Um, what about who are the, who are the dudes she's been involved with? Or is it like a long enough list to she can corral them?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think so. The the major love of her life, of course, was Alec Baldwin, who's awesome, right? right. Um, and so they, you know, and they they had this kind of very famous. Uh, kind of on, off again, custody, you know, it was always making the news. Yeah, I mean, if they could get back together in some kind of way that does not involve, you know, publicly aired abusive messages on machines and tabloid <laughs> fodder, that would be awesome. Because Alec Baldwin's awesome. I th- I actually think Kim Basinger is awesome too. The more I read about her, the more I liked her. She's a vegetarian. She does a lot of humanitarian stuff. I think she's a she's a cool person. I just think she should not be, her, be let near, like, her checkbook or IRA. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, Kim Basinger, uh, famous business person. By
1: the way, I don't know if you, you know this, but this is pretty fascinating. Her purchase uh, of the town of Brazilton Georgia, is what very loosely gave Dan Levy and them the idea for Shit's Creek, the show. Huh. Did you
0: that not that amazing?
1: He that came up with it. Yeah, so I and so to me that and I love that show very much and so do my yeah, it's kids. Great. It's a great show. So to me, that in itself is some kind of redemption, right? Like this yeah. like bizarre bonkers act that didn't net you a dime was is kind <laughs> of a footnote that generated this amazing show that actually did a lot of good good work. So in some cool. ways she did
0: create a TV town.
1: She did. Exactly yeah, you know what? She did. Like she and she didn't create an actual town, but she led to, to a TV town. That's pretty cool.
0: That's pretty cool. All right, Kim, um, have your uh, business people <coughs> get in touch with uh, us. Uh, we're we're available on Twitter at so bad it's badcast. We're available at uh, ideas at SoBadIt'sBad.com. Uh, the rest of y'all, uh, Kim included, actually do subscribe to the podcast. Uh, you can do it on your um, on your phone. You can do it uh, at our website, sobadisbad.com. dot com. Tell folks about the podcast. We're back. Uh, hopefully, uh, Sonish, we're gonna we're gonna try and record a, a little more frequently. Yes. In this in this wild wild ass world, Kim's Kim's got some five head. I'm not gonna lie. Um, it's, it's It's pretty big. Um, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Thanks for listening. This is uh, it's been it's been wonderful, and, and we appreciate it all.
1: Bye. We're out.